Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Bob's been kind enough to join us right now. The Oilers... Uh... Uh, what's the official title? Uh, CEO of uh, the Oilers Entertainment Group. Uh, Bob, uh, a lengthy process. Uh, first of all, uh, what was it like going uh, going through this over the course of the last uh, several weeks? You must have uh, talked to I don't know how many different how many different people did you end up interviewing at the end of the day? And uh, and just maybe take us through sort of the uh, you know flying all around all over the place uh, and trying to keep things as secretive as possible because not a lot got out. Yeah, you know what, uh, Bob. First of all, I talked to I don't know how many people before I even started any of the interview processes. Uh, you know, I talked to all the people that I had contacts with in hockey to get their uh, vision, uh, good questions for me to ask, what the timeline they shot, thought uh, I should have in doing this. And everyone uh, told me to wait to make sure I got it right. Uh, don't do it too quick. Uh, interview as many people as you feel you need to, uh, but don't hurry up the process. And through all of that, I uh, interviewed 12 to 14 people uh, at different times, and, you know, I can tell you that I enjoyed the interviews. Uh, Some of the interviews were two and a half hours, some were six hours. Uh, I had a formula that I had with each one, and they all presented in different ways, which was very interesting to see. You saw their personalities come out in those discussions, and, you know, it just shows you in our game we have a lot of great people. And, you know, as I was going through the process and starting to trim down Ken Holland, I, you know, I've known Ken for way back uh, when we both lived in BC and he was with me in the Olympic teams and uh, when I saw him hand the reins to Steve Eisenman I thought would it be possible? Would it be possible that he might not be Detroit Red Wing for the rest of his life and we had a discussion and it went very quickly and uh, if you watch the press conference that was what a lot of the uh, interview was about passion uh, really clear on his direction, his how he wants to run the hockey operations, uh, respects people, um, and really a guy that will communicate all levels. Uh, and I feel very, very comfortable working with uh, Ken Holland, and I know that Daryl Cates is uh, really excited about having him lead our hockey operations from top to bottom. Well, maybe it was timing, but, uh, you know, when a couple other general managers was, were hired, uh, Daryl was not present. He was there at this one. Uh, one of the stories out of Detroit, and I read Devilano's book, uh, was family, family, family being important, and uh, I got that sense that that's a great valuation to uh, uh, to Ken Holland as well. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I know his family. Uh, 
Lorna and myself have been to uh, his daughter's weddings, uh, so it's pretty exciting to know that they'll all be here uh, cheering for the Oilers and not the Red Wings. And uh, Cindy, his wife, is just an incredible person who really grew up in uh, Medicine Hat, and a lot of their family are here. So really it's like uh, Kenny coming home. You know, he's coming back uh, coming back uh, west, and uh, it's going to be an exciting time for him and his family, and uh, we're going to make sure that we make his family feel very welcome within the Oilers. The energy that we saw there, and the, because there you know, there were some people that said, well, you know, 62, 63-year-old guy, I mean, I, I, Kelly McCarman, great candidate, 58 in Vegas promoted him, right? Uh, it was interesting. I mean, the majority of the candidates that you interviewed had spent years in the business. When you talk to hockey people around the business, Bob, there's a consensus with who the guy to go get was, wasn't there? <laughs> uh, right uh, when I started, you know, there was the rumors out there that uh, Steve Eiserman might be going to Detroit. You know, I talked to all the some of the key general managers in the league and trying to get advice and, you know, who are really top candidates and they give me names. And so many of them said to me, boy, if Kenny Holland ever became available, try to get him gonna be really tough uh, it looks like he's staying in Detroit forever uh, but we were able to get our guy uh, in the end and uh, I wasn't sure on that till the last few days and it's uh, I'm really excited uh, and I hope uh, I know the fans will be excited when they get to be around Kenny Moore we know the numbers that were out there in terms of Ken was going to be compensated to stay in Detroit so you had to go to ownership to, to get clearance on this to do the spend what his fans are going to want to know right now does that limit what you can do coaching-wise? Or do you have this, you know, does Ken and yourself have the same authority? We mentioned Ken's got total autonomy here. He can go get whichever coach he wants? Yes, yes, he can. And, you know, hey, in any time, and I think that's a big part of uh, Kenny and my relationship, hey, there are budgets. It's not just unlimited. Uh, and so we're going to have to work through that. Uh, but uh, I don't see any roadblocks on that right now. And we haven't really got into an in-depth discussion of uh, – you know, all the staff, uh, who he'll bring in. Uh, I don't see him doing massive changes, but he'll do changes. He's going to put his mark on this team. Uh, he, You uh, mentioned Bob Nicholson joining us, the vice chair of the Oilers Entertainment Group, Bob Stauffer with you. Bob, you mentioned the uh, contribution of Keith Kretzky, who uh, was around every day, uh, was accessible uh, to the media, uh, has an understated calmness about how he conducted himself. Uh, and then uh, Ken was asked point blank, you know, what about Keith Kretzky? And he said, you know, his plan is to keep Keith uh, here. Can you maybe just speak a little bit more to the job that Keith did in the short term to assist you uh, in terms of managing the team uh, and keeping the helm on things during some difficult times? Yeah, you know what, uh, thanks for asking that, because uh, Keith Keith did an excellent job uh, as the interim general manager. I thought uh, one of the key things uh, when uh, Keith was named into that interim uh, manager's role was try to open things up, have more discussion with the media, be more accessible to the fans, and be more accessible to uh, the hockey operation side. I thought Keith did a very good job on that. Keith uh, was right uh, in this process all the way uh, right till the end. and. You know, I've had discussions with uh, Ken trying to give uh, Ken what uh, Keith's strengths are. He'll, he'll, he'll see those as soon as he sits down with Keith, and hopefully uh, there's a place for him that'll fit for both Keith and, and for Ken uh, in the future. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.